Welcome to This Mother Means Business, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers unapologetic in their desire to have it all. I'm your host, Laura Sinclair. I'm a serial entrepreneur, marketing expert, business mentor, and mom of two obsessed with real conversation and deep connection around the insane journey that is raising babies and building businesses. Each week, I'll bring you incredible guests and solo episodes while refusing to shy away from the harsh truths and challenges that come along with managing the titles of mom and CEO. But don't worry, we will celebrate the big moments too. I'm here to show you what's possible in your life and business and will bring you actual tools, tricks, and stories that will take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, in your business, and in your parenting journey. I want nothing more than to see you win and will always have your back in this process, even if it comes with just a little bit of tough love. Ready for today's episode? Grab your favorite drink and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of This Mother Means Business. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be taking us on a bit of a continuation of my last solo episode, which would have been three episodes ago. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, make sure you do so before you dive into this episode. As a quick recap, that episode is all about energy leaks around social media. If you missed it, which again, make sure you go back if you haven't listened to it. I started off that episode intending to talk about energy leaks and social media and relationships, but I ended up going on about social media for too long as I do from time to time. And I decided I was going to make it into two episodes. So this is really part two of that conversation around energy leaks and how they show up in your life. And to begin, I want to clarify again and just sort of give definition to what an energy leak actually is. Because when I first heard it, I was like, is there drafty in the house? (laughs) Or what does an energy leak even mean? It's kind of like a bit of a wooey term. I had never really learned it until I started an online business and started dabbling in a little bit of energetic space. But essentially an energy leak is something that's happening in your life that is draining you, where you are putting energy and not getting anything in return, or it's just like genuinely siphoning the joy (laughs) and good energy from your life. And this can show up in a lot of different ways. And I think, you know, social media for sure is a massive energy leak for a lot of people. Hence why I went on a little longer than I planned in my last solo. But I also think that the people that you choose to surround yourself with can be a massive energy leak for you. And if you're wondering, like, why does that matter? There's lots of ways that we put out energy in our life. One of the biggest shifts for me that I've made this year is really starting to honor my own energy and what I am capable of and what I am not and when I'm in, when I am capable of that and when I am not. And I think, you know, I grew up in a environment. I love that I laugh whenever I say I grew up in an environment where we just did, right? You pushed through things. It didn't matter if you were tired. You kept going. Like you sucked it up. You moved on. That was just, that was what we did. And so in life, you know, for a very long time, my measurement of achievement had a lot to do with like how much I worked and how much I pushed. And one of the things that I've really tapped into this year is the fact that I'm an introvert. And what does that mean for how I need to show up in my business for my clients? But also what does that mean for how I show up for my kids? And then how does that translate into 
the ways that I require rest and that I need to show up for myself. And that starts to become a pretty complex web relatively quickly. And so this year I learned that four hours is my sort of energetic maximum in terms of taking on extroverted tasks. So being in conversation with other people, really around work, I would say. And this was actually the same when I owned a gym, and I think I've talked about this in the podcast before, is that I was good for about three solid hours of coaching, which is like really extroverted in person, like giving it my all, being a woo girl, like being really big and loud. I was good for about three hours of that. And then my fourth class was just trash. I had I didn't have it. And in coaching in the online series, I'm good for about four hours. And then my fifth hour's trash. And so I've really had to honor that. And so I've taken stock a few times this year and will continue to do that around like what are the areas in my life that are draining me unnecessarily and where can I make sure that I'm plugging leaks, for lack of a better word. So I want to kind of break this episode into two pieces because I think when we start talking about relationships, this can get pretty loaded relatively fast. And I always want to caveat this by saying, I don't consider myself a relationships expert. I am a student of relationships. And this episode is really going to be about my experience, um, the things that I've done and the things that I see in my coaching business. And I hope that there are going to be elements of it that are helpful for you as you start to identify who you're spending time with, how they make you feel, where you need to set boundaries, where we can do a better job of keeping your leaks plugged. Okay. So the first part that I want to talk about are people that are in your life now, right? So that could be your family. It could be your friends. It could be your spouse, right? People that are in your life today. And especially, this is going to be especially potent for those of you that are maybe the only entrepreneur in your friend group, maybe the first entrepreneur in your family. You're kind of, you're the weird one. (laughs) And I think, you know, I've had to come to terms with the fact that I'm the weird one in most of my friend groups. Not that I have a ton of friend groups. Most of my friend groups are entrepreneurial, but certainly in the friends, friend groups that I had pre-entrepreneurship, I'm the weird one. Um, In my family, I'm the weird one. Certainly to anybody that I used to work with, I'm the weird one, right? And I think what, what happens when you start to do something that I would consider to be abnormal, right? Entrepreneurship is abnormal. Certainly building an online business is abnormal. If you're leveraging social media for your business, you're a total freak. And if you have a podcast, like you are out of your freaking mind, (laughs) but you're doing something that's abnormal, right? And so for people that choose normal, which there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're choosing normal, you're probably not listening to this podcast, but for people that choose normal, watching you do something that is so different from what they are comfortable with can create a lot of friction. You know, if I'm interrupting an episode, it is for a darn good reason. And I'm super excited to share with you that the doors are officially open for the next round of the Ambition Mastermind. Ambition is my mastermind for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who are looking for support and community for the next six months. We kick off in January of 2024, and if this is the year you are ready to go all in on your business, all in on your life, and finally hit those goals that you've been chasing, make sure you head to the link in the show notes, book a call with me, and let's chat and see if ambition is a fit for you. And sometimes that friction is presented as negativity. 
And as entrepreneurs, it can feel really difficult. And it's interesting because I was referencing, um, I was at an event actually a couple of weeks ago and I met a woman who is an entrepreneur event. So obviously everyone's an entrepreneur. And I said to her, you know, what do you do? And she responded to me, well, I do a lot of things. And the tone that she said it with was really interesting to me because the tone where she was saying, oh, I do a lot of things kind of came with like a little bit of shame. And then she started to tell me about all of her things. She was like lighting up as she was telling me about it. And then I do what I do. I did what I do. And I sort of said to her, you know, I love all of these things that you're doing. These all sound incredible. I loved watching your face light up as you talked to me about it. But I have to say, when you said to me, I do a bunch of things, you kind of like said it with a little bit of shame, like you're embarrassed about it. She's like, well, you know, my family like thinks I'm kind of weird for doing all these different things. I was like, yeah, girl, same. (laughs) Right. I think when I, nobody in my family really understands what it is that I do. I think they all, some of them don't even ask because they're just like, I don't even know what to say. Some of them will be like, how's your little Instagram business going? How's your podcast? Right. Um, and not because not in like a hateful way, it's just like, they don't understand it and that's okay. But for me, I'm really fortunate in that I don't get a lot of negativity. I get a lot of confusion and like blank stares, but I think that a lot of people, I know that a lot of people receive negativity from people that are close to them in the building of their business, because what they're doing is effectively weird to them. And I think for us as the entrepreneur, as the weird one, we have a choice to make in that scenario. And the choice is either to set a boundary around it or just simply learn to be okay with being the weird one. And so for me, it really depends, you know, and like I said, I'm I'm pretty fortunate in that my family doesn't think I'm totally weird. Although I think sometimes my husband thinks I'm really weird and some of my friends (laughs) think I'm really weird. I don't get a lot of negativity. Sometimes I get a little bit of pushback though. That can be really tiring. And so If you're a person in your life right now where you're experiencing negativity from people that are close to you, right? Whether that's your friends, your partner, whoever it may be, that is actually creating an an energy leak for you. And so you have a choice in how you want to manage it, right? And obviously open communication is important, but um, depending on who that person is, (laughs) you you might not be able to change how that person's feels and so are their approach to it. Right. And so for you, it really comes down to how can you either get a boundary there for yourself or how can you shift the dialogue around, you know, what that means. And one of the things that came up for me and as I come up with a few of my clients in conversation, you know, especially when it comes to mothers and grandmothers and people in those roles. And, you know, a lot of the times I find <laughs> that as adults, we still tend to give people that were our, you know, motherly or fatherly figure, a lot of weight in our decision-making. And so oftentimes it's like our 10-year-old version of ourselves that's really triggered and upset by that and not our 36-year-old version of ourselves to use that age. And so when I am dealing with an energy leak that's coming from my parent, from a parent, for example, like if my mother were to say to me, like, I have no idea why you want to do that. That's crazy. Or you need to go get a real job. Obviously that's going to be an energy leak for me because it's going to create stress. It's also going to be like, well, that's my mom. And she's saying I shouldn't be doing that. And that's probably going to live in the back of my mind and probably burrow its way into my head. 
but for me, it's sort of like identifying, okay, why is this upsetting for me? Is it upsetting for me because I believe that what she's saying to be true? Or is it upsetting for me because my, you know, 10 year old, 13 year old self just wants to make my mom happy. And so some of it is like, but what does my 36 year old self actually want? And being able to really put those boundaries around the people in your life that you still, that you love. And it may mean like you saying to that person, you know what? I expect positivity around this. You know, the way that you approach me when you talk to me about my business is not helpful for me and I expect positivity, right? That's another way for you to handle it. And I should also caveat because my mom listens to my podcast that my mom has never told me to go get a real job or ask me what the heck that I'm doing. So sorry, mom, I didn't actually mean that about you. But I'm really using it as an example because I think if we were to take a second and sort of sit back and look at the people that we have in our lives today, and ask ourselves, who's really supporting this mission and who are the people that are becoming a bit of an energy leak for me? And it could be a lot of different things. Sometimes this shows up in, yes, negativity towards you. It might also show up in how they talk about other people. It may show up in like complaining a lot of the time and just generally being negative. And one of the things that I've done over the last few years and this is going to sound maybe a little harsh, but is to really close down my circle outside of, you know, my immediate family. And I have some really beautiful relationships with some really close friends, but I've really limited the access to me from people on the periphery that exhibit any of those characteristics. So if you're a person that is super negative does a lot of complaining, loves to gossip about other people, you are not somebody that's in my world. Because that is simply just not the energy that I want to be in. That's an energy leak for me. And that's just not good juju. Okay. And so when I think about the people that I'm spending my time with, the people that have access to me are people that there is an equal energy exchange with always, right? I'm not going to spend time with people that are siphoning my energy. And so what I would encourage you to do is look at the people that you're spending time with and where do you need to pull back? Where do you need to make your circle smaller? Right. And and this isn't to say that like, I'm not, I'm not welcoming people into my community. I always am, but I'm, it's always under that energy, right? I need to be around people that think positively around people that are adding to my life and I can add into theirs in return rather than constantly taking away because I exist in service. I'm an introvert, as I mentioned, but I also exist in service, right? I'm in service to my clients. I'm in service to my children, right? And so I can't also be in service to my family and service to my mom and my dad and all these other things, right? So for me, one of the pieces that has been really important is a setting boundaries with people that I love to say, you know what, Hey, I'm not having this conversation or Hey, I'm like, like, I don't want to do that this way. Here's what I expect from you. But also just simply creating space between people that aren't able to hold the level of conversation that I want to have. Okay. And one of my mentors, Chris Harder talks a lot about positive propaganda and surrounding yourself with positive propaganda. There's a lot of negative things happening in the world right now. And while I think that it's important to be aware of what's happening, I think sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming and can get very easy to fall into a negativity trap. And I am 
it is very easy for me. In fact, I would say more my default to end up there. And so I'm very aware of what's going on in the world. However, I also choose to receive and listen to positive propaganda. And whether that's inspiring stories of other people or read some content that's going to make me better, whether that's a book or a podcast, like engage with something that is positive so that I'm not always being pulled down into um, things that are negative. So I really want you to audit your relationships. And I want you to look at, you know, where are the relationships that are really lighting me up? Who are the people that I'm with that make me feel like I could do anything? And who are the people that I'm with that when I leave, I feel so tired. I am exhausted from that relationship. And how can we either shift that relationship or decide that maybe that relationship just isn't the relationship for this season of your life. And I think, you know, if that relationship is your partner that we're talking about, then that's a whole other conversation. And I'm actually, I'm going to be releasing an episode, a follow-up episode with Michelle Perta about, you know, what to do if your partner doesn't support your business. And that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited for you to hear that. But I think, you know, if that is your partner, then there's obviously some very difficult conversations that have to happen. I am not the expert in that area, but I think that's something to really look at. And I'm excited to have the conversation with Michelle and be able to share that with you when it comes out. But I really want you to audit where you're spending your time and what is what is pulling from you. And then the other piece to this is how do you find your new circles? And this year, Gosh, 2023 has been so cool for me in terms of making new connections. I have met so many people this year between the podcast and going to events and connections that I've made through other people that I love. My circle of incredible, positive, inspiring, highly successful women has probably tripled in size this year. And I am so incredibly grateful for that. And are all of those people my very best closest friends and know all of my deepest darkest secrets? No. But what they are, are there people that really bring positive energy into my life? And that stops being an energy leak, right? We talked about how do we look at audit our own life now, but who are the people that you need, right? And I want you to know that they exist for you because for so long, I thought that entrepreneurship was lonely and it can be, but it's your choice If it is lonely, it's because you're choosing to make it lonely because there are so many other people that are on a similar journey from you as you. There are people that are on a similar journey that are slightly behind you. There are people that are on a similar journey that are slightly ahead of you. And there are some people walking the same path as you right now. And I encourage you to find them because having them will change everything for you. I am so lucky to be in a place where I am literally a text message away from any answer that I need in my business. If I have a question about something, there is somebody that I know that I can text. And that has literally just happened. It's October recording this episode. It has literally just happened in the first 10 months of this year. I couldn't really say that in 2022. 2023, all of that changed for me because I started opening up my, changing my relationships, opening up my world to a very, very specific type of relationship a specific type of energy and a specific type of human, right? I talked about that criteria, right? We need to not be gossiping. We need to not be negative. We need to not be complaining, right? And being in relationships with those sorts of people has totally changed everything for me. 
And if you're wondering like, Laura, where the heck do I find these people? Let me tell you. For me, joining groups has been really effective. Um, certainly in masterminds. I mean, when I think about the masterminds that I've hosted, um, from the first round, we're still in the active round of, of ambition mastermind right now, but the last round of ambition mastermind, for example, there are women in that group who they meet every week because they join the mastermind. They're in the same space or different businesses, but they're in similar stages. They're struggling with the same things. They became friends. They talk every week. Like how freaking cool is that? Obsessed. I also joined some online communities. So some of the online communities that I'm in, I'm in Hey Mama, I'm in Entrepreneurista, I'm in Get Shit Done, I'm looking at joining a couple of others, but just really meeting people in those spaces has been incredible. Certainly for me, meeting people in masterminds that I've joined group programs, I always make sure that yes, you join a mastermind because you want access to the coach, but there's a huge aspect of the community that's there, right? I always make sure that I'm building relationships. Some of my best friends now are people that I met through masterminds, people that I talk to every single day are people that I met in masterminds. Okay. The other thing that you can do is join free community calls. I host one every other Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. I host one. I'm considering bringing that to every Tuesday if it's something that is impactful for you. And so if you're interested in coming to one of those calls to start meeting more people, to start connecting, to start changing the people that you are spending your time with so that your energy leaks stop and your cup becomes full, head to the show notes because there is a link there for you to register for those calls. Those calls are incredible. We call them the bi-weekly hug because the women that are coming into that group are so aligned and so supportive, Okay. But truly, truly, the people that you surround yourself with really matters. I think there's that that saying in the stat, and I'm going to mess it up, but it's about how like the five people that you talk to every day are the people that that dictate sort of how things go. I think your relationships fundamentally dictate the quality of life that you have. And if you're in relationships with people that are constantly dragging you down or they don't understand you or they're being negative towards you, that can be really hard. And so I really want to encourage you to find new circles, to set boundaries with the ones that you have now and know that there are people out there that will fill your cup rather than constantly emptying it. And if you're in a season where you're surrounded by negativity, you're surrounded by complaining and gossip and frankly drama, let's get you out of it. Where are the boundaries that you need to set so that you can stop emptying yourself around unnecessary things and start filling yourself up so that you can be more present for your business. You can have more fun, be more present as a mother too. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and the last episode on social media and energy leaks. I hope that something sparked for you. As always, when we have these conversations, it means so much to me when you reach out, when you leave a review, you let me know what you think about the podcast. It really helps to keep me going. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you giving me your time, for having me in your ears. And I hope that this episode inspires you to clean up some of those leaks. Until next time, see you soon. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of other ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who would love to be part of this community, it would mean the world to me if you shared our podcast with them. Take a screenshot of this episode text it to them or share it to your Instagram stories and tag me so I can thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I love you. I appreciate you. And I am cheering for you so big.